everybody. So we are the Homeworkies podcast and we are here. This is a very special podcast. We are here to interview the Hall, uh, hall star extraordinaire, Jesse Hutch. We're so excited. And uh, I'm Rachel and Amber is here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and hey, Amber. <laughs> yeah. So Jesse, this is so exciting. And uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for uh, stopping by my office. Um, can, I, can I get you anything to drink or uh, coffee, tea, or uh, kombucha? Is that how oh, to say it? Oh, that's fancy. Fancy. So, so fancy. <laughs> so I squeezed you- it out of uh, organic fruit. No, no, I didn't. I went to Costco. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to become an actor. Ooh, just, you start with the light one, hey? <laughs> That's what Bob yeah. Campbell said, too. In, in, ten, question. in 10 <laughs> words or less. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, you know what? I actually never thought I would be an actor. That wasn't really part of the plan. I actually went to college for outdoor tourism and business. Uh, as a matter of fact, I didn't even finish that college program. I actually uh, was a whitewater raft guide at the time. So I had been for about five years at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was a safety kayaker as well. And in the winter season, I was a snowboard instructor. So I literally thought I was just going to grow a beard and live in the mountains. And I was <laughs> totally cool with that. But I have always enjoyed movies. Like always, ever since I was old enough to watch a movie or a cartoon. I was always drawn to story. So all of a sudden these little opportunities started popping up and it was like, Hey, there's a, you know, a talk or someone's going to be, you know, coming out and just doing like, kind of like a Ted talk kind of thing about the film industry. And I was like, well, that's interesting. I'll go check it out. And then the more I did those, the more I kind of got interested. And then one day I literally finished two trips on the river. And I also worked in the kitchen at the time as a prep cook or a chef, I worked in like an open kitchen at night just to make a couple extra bucks. Cause mm-hmm. you know, when you're a raft guide, you're keeping people alive, but they don't actually pay you that well to keep <laughs> people alive. <It's> crazy enough. <laughs> anyway, that's not the point. The point is I heard this radio ad and it was like, Hey, like 20th century Fox is going to be doing this thing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Like, what, when's that? And it was like tonight. And I was like, where? And it was like three hours away turned to my buddy and I said, Hey, can I borrow your car? And he's like, for what? Like you're, we're working. And I'm like, I got to go to this thing. And he's like, what thing? And I'm like the thing on the radio. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, tell the boss I'm out. And I literally grabbed his keys and left like right there. And I didn't get fired for some crazy reason. I don't know how that one worked out, but I, I literally left right there. And I drove like three hours to the nearest largest city at the time where I lived. And I went to this you know, talk. And it was basically about like, Hey, if you enter this competition, then maybe you can see the, you know, casting directors from 20th century Fox. And anyway, long, 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 long story short, I ended up doing that and sort of pursuing it for a while. And then eventually ended up moving to the West coast and never looked back. Uh, (laughs) Never, never did finish that college program, but I still actually have like a ton of qualifications in all those areas. I still train in in whitewater rafting, uh, rock climbing, ice climbing, uh, canoeing, camping. That's so cool. Uh, just because so I, I enjoy it. You basically are Cole from Snowman's. I, I kind of, 
kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, love which, I, I love open water swimming. That's one of my when I'm not watching Hallmark movies in the summer. I love open water swimming. I've done eleven open water marathon races, and I love it. So I love being in the like rivers and whatever. <laughs> See, so you're you're like you're kind of like a little off like me, right? A little yeah, messed up. Much. Yeah. I even I, have, I even swam the Great Salt Lake five times and that takes a certain degree of insanity cool because well i mean well i mean i i've most of my swimming has taken place in like rapids uh, mm-hmm. i actually while i was working as a raft guide one of the last years that i did it before i finally moved and said all right that's it i'm pursuing acting uh i actually drowned and so that's another story for another time but after <laughs> that <laughs> after that whole scenario i actually went back to that rapid and I had like um, a bunch of my friends who were safety kayakers and everything down at the bottom. And I said, mm-hmm. look, I need to swim this thing like in my life jacket. Or I'm going to be afraid oh of this gosh. the rest of my life. And it was, it was like something out of a movie because I'm literally standing on this cliff rock edge and I'm about to jump in and swim this rapid, which is a class five. So the first rapid is about like, you know, from, from the water surface to the top of the wave is about 12, 15 feet. And there's three of those waves in a row. And so uh, I'm literally about to jump in. I'm amping myself up. And not even kidding you, the clouds come in, cover the sun, and it starts raining. And I'm like, like, like I wasn't scared enough. And I'm like, that's it. I'm doing this. And I was like, I jump in and everything's so calm. And you can see like just above the water, right? And it's like, and it just disappears. And you can hear like the... And I'm like, okay, okay. So I start swimming. And finally, it's like, you come down over and you're like, oh, why did I do this? And it's just, and it's just like, so I did it. But anyway, I came out the other side. I lived. Here I am. And that's actually been like a really big character builder for almost my entire acting career in some weird way, like drowning and then going back to sort of overcome my fears there because so much of this business is about pushing through, not giving up, uh, doing what needs to be done sometimes in order to, you know, you got to overcome yourself. You got to overcome whatever pride, fear, yeah. anxiety. I mean, you name it, fill in the blank with anything that we all deal with. Right. And, and you got to deal with that in this business. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it's, it's heavy and sometimes it's extremely fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you do a variety of roles. I noticed uh, not just uh, sort of the lighter stuff, but you have some more heavy stuff. And, uh, but I w- wanted to ask you, uh, what is the, what is it like to be in a Hallmark type movie? And uh, is, I know they don't sometimes give you that much notice. Uh, what are I don't know what's it like? What's the experience like? Stick to me is, as far as Hallmark project goes, is it's it's lighter. Like it's it, I don't have to go in thinking and worrying about in the back of my mind like what is that that scene actually gonna be like? Did are they gonna ask me to do something questionable? Am I am I you know I have to have a discussion with my wife about you know this love scene i don't know it's just stuff like mm-hmm. that right where yeah. it's it's nice to be able to do something that i can you know call up relatives and i can you know talk to my buddy's grandma and be like hey, you can check this movie out <laughs> you know I, I don't have to be like ah uh, you know what you might want to watch it first before the kids see it or so that's yeah. one of the main things I, I appreciate the most is being able to do a lot of subjects and topics that are relevant present in most people's lives and yet not like so heavy. 
Uh, that being said, as you said, I, I jump around and I, I very much enjoy moving around because I like story. That's one of the main things kind of amps me up when it comes to filmmaking is I, I like story and I, I like stuff that impacts our, the human heart and like what, what can I pull out of someone's heart, right? Even though I may never meet them and I may never be in their home apart from the flat screen or and if I can do anything in a performance, I think that would make someone, you know, be angry with my character or laugh at my character or be confused or upset or I mean, anything that I can pull out of their heart, I see that as a bit of a win because I think we're people and we need to feel alive, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I wondered, so you played sort of the, the wrong guy a couple times in Hallmark movies, the, in uh, Three Weeks, Three Kids, and in <laughs> uh, My Boyfriend's Dogs. And, yeah. I, and I particularly like in Three Weeks, Three Kids when you get the water dumped on your head. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wondering, uh, is that yeah. more fun to play the wrong guy than the romantic lead? Or are they both the same? No, there's a, there's a difference. I mean, there is a part of me that enjoys kind of playing the, the bad guy, so to speak, because I'm, honestly, a lot of the times, the, maybe that type of character, right? The guy who's going to rub up against everybody, who, who insults everyone, who makes you feel like, you know, you know, that's the character that sometimes is written deeper. Like sometimes like those guys have more going on because for you to be like that, like what's going on in your life? You know, like yeah. what, what, what have you not dealt with? What kind of, how were you raised? Like, I, I don't know, things like that career. I'd say definitely just eight years, easy, eight to 10 years, maybe like a lot of my roles were more, you know, I'm the jerk. I'm the fill in the blank, like, you know, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and they were always really, always really interesting roles. So, yeah. So in, um, yeah, so in three weeks, th- uh, three kids, they, uh, or three kids, three weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, so she pours that water over your head. What was that like? Was that uh, funny to do? That, that actually uh, wasn't even scripted. Yeah, oh, absolutely. She just went for it. It really? wasn't, even, wasn't even planned. And then the lemon, like, li- literally sat on my head. And uh, everybody was just cracking up because it, it wasn't planned. And she just was like, she just went for it. It's about making Let It Snow and what that was like to be in your first Christmas movie or a Hallmark. Yeah, Let It Snow is still, uh, it was still really awesome for many reasons. I mean, number one, it was the first Hallmark movie that I got to be the male lead in. Uh, I worked with Candace. And that was the first time her and I had met and my wife met her and she was just awesome. And we totally, our family's good. Like we just all got along and it was great. And we're still friends to this day. So that, that says a lot because you're not always friends with everybody you work with, right? Like you might, you might become like Facebook friends, but you're not like, you know, sending each other Christmas cards and staying in touch. And so in this case, she's just a really awesome person, uh, you know, on, on all kinds of levels. Uh, she's a, a great woman of faith and she has, you know, really great morals, her husband, her kids. So yeah, it was a really cool opportunity because we got to work with someone and we kind of felt like we just understood the roles and we got it and we had fun. I mean, it's a Hallmark movie in the snow up in the mountains, you know, I, how can that not be fun? Yeah. And we had great weather. It was like perfect. Everything we needed to do on the mountain in the snow just happened to work out. And we were able to get it all 
and then the movie's done really well. I mean, it's I still have people who are like, "This is the hundredth time I've watched it," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> like that's that's awesome. You know it way more than I do." And and I'm I'm very thankful for that. I have a lot of fans and a lot of people who still message me about it and they still have questions and I actually I still have the jacket from it because I whenever I'm able I, I like to keep stuff from you know especially if it fits I'm like oh yeah right on because you know, I, I don't like shopping like especially jeans like most of my jeans are from movies that I've done because I'm like yes you shop they actually fit me you fix the waist I'm like can I have those or I'll buy them whatever it takes yeah that's funny so that movie was all, all around, like a really, really great um, memory and experience for me. And I'm, I'm really glad that I got to, to do that. It was, it was also kind of that time in my career too, where I did have a moment when I was like, yeah, I want to book this. And like, they brought me in again and wanted to see me again. And then, and then again, and then it was like this limbo, like, did I get the role? And like, I really wanted, and it would be so fun. And, and then I booked it. And then there was like that moment where I'm like sitting in my office by myself and I'm like, like I booked it, like, holy, I booked it. Like, not like I literally need to do everything that's in the script. I'm like, Are you kidding me? I'm like, kidding. Don't, don't tell anybody I'm panicking right now. And uh, so I had that moment, but I was able to go, okay, this is, this is what I, this is what I'm, I want to do this. So, and then you do it and you learn and you grow and it was amazing. Yeah. And so that was a bit of a, a start for me. I, I felt like that was the start of, my relationship with Hallmark because mm -hmm. some of those other roles like were great and it, they were good stepping stones, but that was the first lead that I got to play in, yeah. in a Hallmark movie. That and fun. that um, I'm sure helped you get the Cedar Cove gig. You're having yeah, a good relationship I mean, I, with Hallmark. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't really <laughs> say like no one came out and was like, Hey, just, so you know, uh, you know, that the <laughs> let it snow and this like totally, because uh, I, I, I still went in and I still auditioned for my role on Cedar Cove. But that was also a really great experience. I mean, to play a character with PTSD and, and it's, it's such an important topic. And I mean, so many people are affected by this in, in their everyday lives. And so for me, it was a bit of an honor, a, a bit of a, a scare, because I, I do like to honor the people that I'm playing and you know especially when it comes to ex-navy seals and and so i specifically for that role i got in touch with a friend of mine in the in the navy seals and i said is there someone that i can speak to and and so i actually did start speaking to a, a navy seal and he's a master chief and just a remarkable uh, gentleman and so i would always bounce ideas off of him and talk with him and you know, all understanding that we're trying to fit this into a television world. So yeah. we can't go into all the, you know, you can't, we used to say we can't go zero dark 30 on this one. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and we said that because you, you, you know, you just can't get that heavy yeah. in some topics, but, but you know what, it was great. I mean, for Hallmark, I mean, they really were taking a chance on that role and with that character in a way, because you are touching on a subject that is real for people. We are, you know, going into someone's life who, you know, they're dealing with their past and how do you, how do you handle your family and how do you move on? And, and it's all very positive at the same time, but it can be very challenging. And so yeah. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed that. It was, it was a really great role for me to play. And I, I enjoyed every time I was on set because everything was constantly like, okay, you know, get advice, 
call up my friend, like work it through. What can we do to make this work? How, how can we honor these people as much as possible? And there's one particular story that stuck out. It was a, a wife and she messaged me on social media after one of the episodes and she said, Hey, I just wanted you to know that uh, you reminded me of my husband tonight uh, because oh. he came home, he came home from the war and, and he is exactly like the way you were in tonight's episode. And I, it, I mean, it still impacts me to this day where I was like, wow. Uh, sometimes we're playing a role, but, but sometimes you got to recognize that we're playing with an emotion that is, you know, I don't train and do this every day. And I'm just throwing in this role and I booked it and we're start filming in three days. And, and what can I do? And, oh my goodness, like these people really are feeling this way and really dealing with this. So it's like, I'm calling up, you know, I'm a psychologist and I'm reading books and I'm doing the best I can. And, you know, also on the cruise doing the best I can, the showrunner Sue, you know, at the time she was, I mean, we sit around and have conversations about like, Hey, how can we fit this in? And what can we do to really support this character in a way that people would watch it and feel good about it, you know, and in watching it and going, okay, I, I believe that that's accurate. Or, you know, and like I said, all fitting it into a television format and sometimes we have to ask for people's grace, I, I think, in going, hey, we are trying to tell a real story here in, in a way. Um, it's not all based on truth, but it has sure. real aspects yeah. to it. And we yeah. also don't, you know, you don't want to offend people. I mean, at least I, I don't. I never want to do that with a role that I'm playing. Yeah. So do you like playing the, the sort of the, the comedy, the physical comedy, or the, these more dramatic roles? Uh, both. I... I have always been the guy who I'm like, don't stick me in that peg and leave me there. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I very much like jumping around. And if I could do that the rest of my career, I would love to. Yeah. I, Cause I think it's, I think we're all kind of like that in life, right? There's times when, when your life is crazy and it's heavy and it's serious. And then there's times when it's light and it's, and you just want to laugh. And then there's times when, you know, for me, I like just action, like I'm going to, climb that building and then and jump off of there and do, maybe my kids would want to jump off of that. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, so for me, I, I like the change. I like the challenge. I love getting into all of it. So it, I mean, if I could, I would love to constantly be changing it up. And I, and I like that for any of my fans too. You know, if I, if people are following my work, I'd like for them to go like, I'm sorry, what? Like Jesse's in a what now? Like, <laughs> okay, well, wasn't he just in a, in a comedy role? Now he's in a, you know, a, a dramatic thriller role. Now he's doing this action role. Now he's in a video game. I mean, what's happening? Yeah. yeah. Um, and something that I have noticed is that no matter what, whether you're doing comedy or drama or whatever, I don't ever feel confused by your character's actions because I feel like you really understand your characters and where they're coming from. So anything you do, your characters make sense. And I really appreciate that as someone who's like, why are they doing something like this? Why are they being so stupid? I don't ever feel that way when you're doing things. So props to you. <laughs> no, no th thanks Amber. I, I really, I really appreciate that. Uh, no, so, that, I mean, that, that means a lot to me because the interesting, cool, weird thing about the film industry is you don't get like feedback like that right away. Like a, a lot of what we do is just, it's between a very tight knit group of people, right? The, the director, the producer, maybe the writer's there and you, you do it, you film it and then it's done and you don't really know sometimes uh, other than social media now, 
how people respond or how they react to things. So, Were so all of your of, movies for Hallmark filmed in Canada? Did you have to go up there? Uh, yes. One I filmed in Vancouver. Uh, Let It Snow was in Vancouver, BC. And, uh, well, Harvest Moon was also in Vancouver, BC. Yeah, it was the uh, it was Snowman's, which isn't Hallmark, of course, but that was filmed in Winnipeg, so okay. like cent- central Canada, and and it was cold, like there was no fake snow. That's the first <laughs> kind of movie where all the way through it's legit cold, legit snow. There's no special effects budget for the breath. That was just real. <laughs> we didn't have to add that. Yeah, we could tell. We that's one of the things that also makes it so great. You know how much we love Snowman's. We have an entire podcast about it. But <laughs> So, <laughs> Thank you, by the way. <laughs> you guys are funny on that. <laughs> so Harvest Moon, I obviously clearly like Harvest Moon quite a bit. There and it is. <laughs> so so Jesse Jesse Shrum is in that with you. Uh-huh. So two Jessies, one movie, and you guys have really good chemistry. I feel like this is a movie that could have been super cringy really quick, but it managed to. She stayed so sweet and so likable where her character yeah. could have been really grating. Um, but uh, I don't know. What was that movie like for you? I, I actually really enjoyed that experience as well. It was, it turned out really well. Like I was really happy. Uh, Peter Deloise, who directed it was, he's one of my favorite directors that I've ever worked with. Cause I think we're very similar in the, the technical kind of aspect. And then we sort of fill that with all the emotion, but man, Jesse and I, we, we honestly had like a blast. It was, it was really fun. And we were always communicating. I mean, we were always talking about every scene and, and going, okay, how do we, how do we keep your character likable, but still be real within this? And same for my character, right? Like even, uh, okay, how do I, how do I knock over a grown woman into a mud puddle and still have the audience like me? Uh, okay. Uh, let's work on that one. How do I be completely opposed to the idea of you taking the farm that my family has owned for a long time and just doing your own thing with it and being angry at you, but not too angry because we still want the audience to like me. (laughs) So, so there's constantly those conversations. And I think what you said, Amber, when you said a lot of my characters uh, make sense to you, which I'm thankful for is, I mean, part of my um, process is how I work is I really like to physically know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, I mean, I do all my work at home and I have my lines down and I, and I'm ready to go, but then I, I leave a lot of it open. Like I don't kind of lock it in and solidify it until I get there and I, and I'm working with the other actors and I, and I hear the director and I'm physically standing where I'm going to be because for me, it, it affects me hugely. If I'm wearing a pair of boots or a pair of runners, it affects me if I'm, if I'm, you know, standing outside in this wide open field and leaning on a fence or am I on a tractor? It, it sounds kind of maybe not as important, but for me, I don't do any solid character work until I'm like, I do that at home as much as I can, but then I need to know the physical space where I am so I can fill it. Well, the chemistry with and, the other actors too, I'm sure makes a difference. Yeah. Cause like, I, I don't want to lock in what, and then I'm going to, I'm going to respond this way. And then, you know, I'm going to have my voice be at the staccato and, and it's going to be just perfect. You know, uh, I got to wait and see what the other actor is going to bring because they might bring mm-hmm. something that's like fantastic. And I go, oh, I got to respond to that. Like yeah. what kind of a, like, just think of your everyday normal life, right? Like if you're, you know, Rachel's like says something to Amber and then Amber just like is constantly <laughs> responding in this like 
almost planned way, you'd eventually you'd be like, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> We'd like, have a discussion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can, can we have a real discussion? And, uh, and that actually can happen in the acting world too. You can, yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest. There's times when, when I have uh, acted with people and I get the sense that they're not really listening. They're just counting down how many lines until their next line. Yeah. And, and you, you feel that, right? There's, there's times when, yes, I'm doing scripted dialogue, but I want to look in your eyes and I want to use this dialogue. And I, I'm actually want you to respond to me. Like I, not just with your lips and the movement of your jaw, like I actually want to feel it. And, uh, and of course that I'm still working on that myself, like to, to be an actor who could really make that feel, you know, yeah. natural. So, so that when, when everybody else is watching it, they, you know, like if everybody always had a little flag and whenever they were like, ah, that's, <laughs> that's garbage. That I, I, I don't believe that moment. And they like, that'd be kind of fun. Right. It's like, okay, we watch Harvest Moon and every time Jesse is unbelievable, you like throw a flag out on the floor and we'll count it at the end. And we'll find out like when you didn't believe me. <laughs> Cause for me, I actually would love that. I'd be like, cool. I can. Okay. So wow, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't even like that. You didn't buy it. You didn't buy it. What can I do better? Yeah. That's interesting though. I wouldn't have thought that you would have like talked together about her character so much. That's cool. And you can tell, cause like I said, it's a, it's a movie that could have been very cringy, I think, but it really works for me. And so I was curious, like how comfortable were you with sort of some of the country boy kind of things you had to do, like riding the horse and like line dancing. Was that hard? Did you have to learn? Uh, yeah, I did have to learn. The line dancing was a little like, okay, because uh, we had no time. Like, it was literally the day of, they bring it in. We're like, all, all right, so we're going to start filming in, like, you know, 20 minutes. And uh, you still got to change. You still got to, you know, get wired and everything. Uh, and can you learn the dance? And But it was so much fun. And, and you try to work your character into it as well. Yeah. Like, for me, thankfully, my character, it had been a while, you know, maybe, you know, since his last relationship, uh, he hadn't hadn't danced in a while so it was so to a degree like part of me was like actually wanting a little bit of a like what am I doing and watching other people and so that you can feel that kind of authenticity hopefully yeah uh, but I'm so fun I mean and especially after watching a movie like The Showman I was like oh I Hugh Jackman has got me all jacked up now I'm like <laughs> I, I want to do a musical I'm like that's cool wow well we have talked to Nina, Nina Weinman, our favorite Hallmark writer about how she wants to do a musical. So we need to put all these, all these uh, pieces we in a row and make this happen. Hallmark musical. Yeah. I, I'm in. I'm in. Okay, right, we'll let her know. Like, um, he, I mean, the, and as a performer too, I mean, when you think about it, right? Like you gotta learn your music, learn your songs, learn your lines, learn your choreography. Yeah. Uh, it's just, so much more and i i like that i like that there's more yeah because i i actually as an individual like i thrive under pressure uh -huh. which is kind of weird for most but when i get on set and it's like okay this is the moment everybody's watching all the money sits on this moment I, you know when, i mean i'm giving different examples this is the time right now if you screw this up like like you you blew it i yeah. actually i actually do better 
I, I'm more focused. Uh, it's clearer for me. Mm -hmm. It's when things are more relaxed and lackadaisical that I actually have trouble focusing. So yeah. for me, this business has been fantastic because I, I like the pressure. I like the changes. I like stuff they throw you where they're like, hey, here's another five pages we just wrote right now. And we're going to add this into the scene. I'm like, yes. like Because <laughs> the Hallmark movies, they're filmed in like under a month, correct? Yeah. Usually like yeah. 15 days. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's mo there's movies now that we're doing them in 10 days. It's amazing. Uh, gone. Gone we did in 13 days. Oh, my gosh. So you really only have a couple takes for, uh, for each yeah. Yeah, to do. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to be as prepared as you can. You have to be able to roll with the punches. If something goes wrong and we change the plan, you know, you have to be able to still bring – bring your character to life but be okay with those changes you know yeah. and real and realize that everyone's working hard that they're doing the best they can is and it weird for your kids to see you in movies do they are they just kind of like what what's he doing <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what uh yeah actually my six-year-old son he actually watched snowman's with us over the christmas holidays and it actually affected him like emotionally quite a bit uh, because my character doesn't end up with, with, with Ashley's character. Right. Yeah. And, and he, and he just couldn't really understand it. He was like, I, and he actually like, yeah, he like didn't want to talk to me for a bit. And like, I, so we eventually went and, and we went and sat down and had like a man to man chat. And I was like, what's, what's going on, bud? And he's like, no, like it was really hard for him. He was like, I, yeah. he's like, I wanted your character to, to be in a, to be happy and to have the relationship. And it's like, even at a six-year-old level, like he wanted it to work out. Yeah. And of course, once I explained that, hey, you know what? It was, my character was actually getting them to, to come together. And, and that's, that was so they could be happy. And sometimes we have to make others happy. And it was a really great conversation, but that's his heart really was so cute. genuine. It was, yeah. it was, <laughs> but it. he was, he was really hurt by it. Like he actually, yeah. he actually like teared up and was, was emotional about it. And I was like, whoa, like I. And sometimes I think maybe we, I don't know, you know, you think of these stories we tell and uh, you never know how it's going to impact I mean, someone. We all get emotional at Snowman, so <laughs> this is understandable. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so Snowman, uh, <laughs> uh, there, I like, really like the physical comedy was my favorite in this movie. Uh, the script was really funny too, but like when you serve the carrot, you like freak out, that was really funny to me. <laughs> And, or when you got the year by the fire and you can't like handle it. And I'm just, yeah. uh, I, I was just wondering if there's like a particular comedian that you particularly like, or, uh, like, I don't know, just something you get inspiration for those kind of scenes for the physical comedy. Oh, that's good. I, um, it's a good question. I really like comedy and I haven't had a lot of opportunity to do it right up until the last couple years i'd say i mean uh, becoming santa was a christmas movie that i did for lifetime yeah was... one of the best also i was gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> i tried to nice watch it i couldn't find it <laughs> and uh i mean i've had opportunities and it's sort of come along like even three weeks three kids was a little bit of an opportunity for me to bring some some comedic moments to life i did do a, a series a long time ago for the n network and it was called about a girl and that was comedy. And you know what, from there, I, that's where I really started to learn from some really great people. I mean, the showrunner on that series actually used to be the showrunner for Growing Pains. 
And so I would sit and talk with him and it was like, he, he was kind of like a grandfather, you know, or a dad. And he just would sort of pour into me and it was really, so that was kind of a start for me. Where I was like, man, I really enjoy comedy and it's, it is not easy. Like it's really difficult. So I really admire and look up to people who are really well known for comedy because timing and, and the depth that it takes and oh man, like so much has to come together for you to like, be funny. Like, like, you know, I mean, everybody's going to the movie theater to be like, let's watch this Kevin Hart movie. And it's like, you gotta be funny. Like, gotta be funny, Kevin. And, and like, we're going to see Jumanji. Like I better laugh at least 62 and a half times or else I want my money back. So it's like it, but I like it. And so I'm really thankful that I've been able to bring a bit of comedy and I'm thankful for, yeah. The comedy that, you know, the director and the producers and the writer allowed me to bring to Snowman's because I was like, wow, this could be really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and in Snowman's, was a lot of that, was was a lot of the dialogue just like straight from the script or did you guys get to improvise a little bit on that? Because a lot of it just felt really off the cuff. And so I don't know if that was just great acting or great improvising. <laughs> yeah. so. uh, definitely a blend of both. There were some really, really good writing that was like, oh, that's, that's cute, or that's cool, or that's, that absolutely fits this scene, you know, and then uh, the director, Doug Mitchell, he was actually, who I've worked with before, actually, he was actually, years ago, the first AD on Joyride 3, so <laughs> we went from doing this thriller together to now he was directing this movie, and I was like, oh, yes, I'm in, <laughs> and so he was awesome at allowing me to to just like ad lib things and bring, cause I had all these kind of wacky ideas, right? Cause I'm, I mean, I've never been able to play a snowman before. It just come to life. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't come so, up every day. That, well. No, it's, it doesn't, maybe never again. I mean, I, I'd love to do a sequel to be honest. Oh man, Sno snowman's too. I am so in. Whoever you need to tell, tell them there will be an audience. I mean, I've already yes. bought copies of the movie, so. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, whoever's listening right now, if you're in charge of Snowman's 2, uh, call us up. Yes. Let's go. Because did Cole, like, where is he at the end of the movie? Did he yeah, just, like... Yeah. Is... Uh, that's, that's, you have to be part of the Snowman Brigade to have that information. Ah, <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> uh, but to, to me, I thought the character felt a lot like uh, in the movie Elf. Yeah. The way that, like, you have this very innocent character who's, like, coming into all the, to the real world, sort of. And I love the scene with the, uh, the fish. <laughs> He's like, this is the best look this kid, whatever. It was so funny to me. Oh, that actually smelled so bad that we had to remove it and, like, air out the set. Like, literally. So was it real Ludafisk? It was real. It was, like, from this local family. And they were like, we'll make the Ludafisk. I don't know if they talk like that. But they, they, they made it. I'm sorry if I offended anyone there with the, with the oh. But anyway, no. it actually smelled so bad. Like, it was horrible. And, like, Ashley was like, oh, like, I think I'm going to puke. And we, like, had to get rid of it and, like, pretend. So we just shot that out because I, like, stick the fork in. It's like, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, oh, okay. They're like, we can't do this. <laughs> Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, just little quirky things that, you know, that I was like, hey, Doug, so I'm a snowman, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so you ever stand outside when it's really cold? And I was like, you can hear everything, right? So I'm like, so as a snowman, I could probably hear everything. So I should choose what I respond to. And, and, and he was awesome with that because it, they kept some of it in the movie where I think there's one point where they're talking and I'm already over by the snow pile and I'm like digging it up with my hands and I yell in response to something they say, but like they don't say it really loud. 
But that was the moment where I was like, okay, I heard that and I want to respond. Some other moments that maybe people don't pick up on is when um, they go into the house, Ashley's character goes into the house and Adam Hart take, and they they go into the house and they're kind of having like a little, they're they're like a fight or they're scuffle. And I'm standing outside and I I have a look of concern kind of, and I, I was sort of playing that moment as though I can actually hear it and I actually care and I hope that they can work it out kind of thing. So stuff like that sometimes doesn't fully translate on screen, but you know, yeah, the, the nose thing with the carrots that was planned and we wanted to do that, but we didn't know exactly how it was going to look. Right. Cause we didn't want it to be cheesy, but we wanted it to be a part of it because it was so important. And so we did do another version, which they didn't put in the movie, but we did a version where I just like lost my mind. Oh, so, where, and uh, where I was like, oh, like, and uh, we also, even the, there was another version. That. I, I wish I could see it. It was like the the waiter. I like I was like I projected my anger towards the waiter because I was like I can't believe you serve like noses to people. Like that was my inner monologue, right? And so like every time he walked by in the scene while she was talking, because he was supposed to keep serving people, right? I was I was like constantly just like I just, I just stare at him and then I go back and I'm like oh yeah yeah and like, no I do this job and walk by and I'd be like and so we we played with that but. You know, I mean, you got to decide what's going to make the cut, right? Sure, sure. Um, one of my favorite moments is when you are building your snowman and sh- living like, hey, buddy, look at this thing. And then obviously he knocks it over. But when you are, you put the head back on the body, and you're like, keeps the pressure on it. It was so funny. I died. That was um, really funny. Yeah, that, <laughs> was that, that scripted or was that all you? Uh, no, that wasn't scripted. It just came out because I was like, <laughs> Because he was like, okay, we're going to film this. And like, Doug was like, so I want you to like, he's like, I don't know what you have planned, but you know, I want you to be like, you know, this is, is going to kind of hurt your feelings. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going like full Stephen Private Ryan on this. Like, yeah. it's going to be. And like, and, and we did do one version where it was like, even more. <laughs> and as soon as we were like, I literally was like, okay, what if this was Saving Private Ryan with Snowman? <laughs> And so I did it that way. And we were done and walked up. Both of us were like, no, I'm too serious. Because <laughs> it was just, I know. Uh, I mean, I, I would have like, because if we keep it that serious, like I would have had to take an Adam Hurtig's character and like, you're right, he'd be like the ultimate enemy. I would have had to like break up the leg or something. And he wouldn't have been your little buddy anymore. Your little I know, guy. Little, little guy, hey. You wouldn't believe how many people like message or, or send me like, hey, little guy. Like I even get texts. Hey, I, hey, I watched your movie today little guy i want to ask real quick about um becoming santa i know we did mention it um it's Mm -hmm. so great it's really funny i love it um how amazing in real life is laura bell bundy because i think she's probably (laughs) the best (laughs) yeah laura she's she's definitely a very sweet person uh i mean it was very similar in the sense that doing that movie i mean we were constantly talking about everything and discussing because we're playing with those things right jack frost and snowman and uh, i mean like the not snowman uh like the cold and and training to be santa and reindeer and so it it was so much fun i mean and it was a bit of a a weird thing too because you know working uh it was a bit of a flashback right like i felt like i was watching growing pains again yeah (laughs) Uh, like the first time i heard their voices i was like whoa that's so crazy because I, you know, I grew up watching that show. So it was really fun. I mean, and Tony Cavallaro, he's still, still a good buddy of mine. Like I try to see him as much as I can, which isn't very often, but 
uh, he is, he's a funny guy. I would love to do a, a, a comedy with him, like straight up where we just get to go crazy. Yeah. I think he was in the Duff and that's when uh-huh. he first came onto my radar. And then I kept seeing you and all these other things, but he's a yeah. funny guy. So tell him I'm a big fan. Yeah. Tony, <laughs> so the, she's a big fan. Do you know for these other movies that they are, are going to be on, on, on non-Hallmark channels when you start them? Or do you not know if they're going to be purchased by another channel? Some, uh, most of, I mean, if it's a Hallmark movie, you know right away, yeah, it's a Hallmark movie. Uh, the, I don't think I've ever had a movie that became so you knew a Hallmark. it was going to be on Ion? Snowman's? Yeah, yeah, I knew. Okay. Well, uh, well, not right away, actually. I, I shouldn't say that. Not right away. There was a possibility that it could, mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been purchased by Hallmark, but you, you never know, right? Yeah. But yeah, there, there are a lot of movies that are made that are, they make it and then Hallmark purchases mm-hmm. it and, and it becomes theirs, but. Podcast and, uh, and talking about, yeah, all some of movies that we love. Harvest Moon well, and Snowman's. Thank you. Yeah. Big fans, big fans. We look forward to seeing what you do in the future. Oh, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you got some yeah, fun no. things hopefully coming up uh, soon. And when we finally well, sell the 45 men and a baby concept to Hallmark, you're going to be in it. Okay. <laughs> you call me up. <laughs> have you heard about, did you hear about this on the, the podcast? We, we want to have a dual, dueling firehouses full of Hallmark hunky men movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it, it, it might have to, I wonder if, would it have to be a lifetime movie though? <laughs> Well, they already had the, uh, yeah, it was that um, 12 Men of Christmas, so. Did they? Oh. It could be Lifetime. We're fine. That would, Any that would be a, That would be awesome. That would, be, <laughs> that would actually be really funny because there's, there's so many, like, guys that I know from different Hallmark movies that I've known throughout my career yeah. that I, I would probably know a lot of them. Yeah. See? Like, it, it, would be, it would be a. It would be the best time, you guys. It's <laughs> like a bunch of bros being firemen. Just saving lives. Yeah. Saving lives. Well, we, we, we figured you could have a pancake cook-off. Or a chili cook-off. We're or not sure. cook-off. It's still... Oh, a, yeah. Yeah, no, and that's kind of heated gotta, and competitive between the firehouses. Yeah. You got to do both. I mean, the, the chili might cause some, uh, you know... How do I put that properly? Flat, <laughs> a two-day event. Flatulation. <laughs> two-day uh, event. Lo- lots of good mm. stuff there. Well, well th- I, th- I want to thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. And so where can people find you? Where can people reach you on your social media uh, and stuff? It, Instagram is one of my favorite go-tos because I like to just have fun. Twitter is usually my Instagram being passed off to the Twitter. Uh, <laughs> the Facebook fan page is very similar. So Twitter's kind of my go-to. It's the main hub and then everything branches out from there. Okay. Good. And then IMDB is, I mean, if people are wondering about, you know, is he that guy from the thing that I saw? <laughs> you know, who is this guy? Because I've never seen him, and that's a fair yeah, question. Is that guy in that episode of Supernatural? Yeah, like, did yeah, he do that course. thing? You're like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did he just get killed? Was that that guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was he just electrocuted? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. I'll have good links to your social media in the description. We'll put that down there. And uh, so, Amber, where we will find you? As always, people can find me. I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Yay. 
All right. You can find me at smiling LDS girl on social media and at Rachel's reviews on iTunes and YouTube. Check that out. And um, thanks so much again. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, get to talk again soon. Yeah. Let's, let's hang out soon. Okay. (laughs)